it did well. It, then I started getting advertisers like this Catelli's, this spaghetti brand, spaghetti brand? <laughs> like reached out. Yeah, they're yeah, like, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, want to sponsor? Want to sponsor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to Foreign Gems Pod, brought to you by Macanola. Macanola sounds like mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, get, I keep getting mac and cheese every time I introduce myself and yeah, I went out with one of my roommates and um, his friend was like, oh your name is Mac? And then way later in the night, <laughs> like when we got a little bit more comfortable yeah. with each other, he was like, this whole night I've been trying to say mac and cheese, I've been trying to call you mac and cheese, I was like, whose cheese is like? Paco's cheese. It's like what? Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Where man. do people get this hurt from? I actually never thought of saying that until now. Like Mac ever. Cheese, man. I also got Junior Max a lot. Oh yeah, that. Well, I mean, your name is Junior Max, <laughs> <laughs> so I that was, like, that nah, was kind of your fault. I was like, call me Big Mac. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, completely off topic. Today, what are we gonna talk about, Alan? Uh, I don't know. You're the one with the topic. I was the one that came with the topic. Uh, like we mentioned before in our disclosures, these things are a little last minute, especially the topic ones. Sometimes we actually spend some time preparing when we know we're going to have a guest on or something like that. But to keep the conversation as organic as possible, I like to bring the topic up like last minute. And all of us send me a topic like last minute, like either day before or day of, and then we decide we're going to talk about it. But since today I was the one with the spontaneous idea, I'll I'll introduce it. We want to talk to you today about content and more specifically content creation. The last couple episodes, actually, maybe not the one that we just re recorded last because that was a guest episode, but the g few episodes before that we were talking about ways, you know, you can make a little bit of income, mm -hmm. make a name for yourself, make a brand type of thing. And I think content creation fits quite nicely in that discussion. So I think it's a natural time to talk about it. Not only that, but the previous guest that we had on is a content creator in a way so right. it kind of it's a nice follow-up to that discussion because i don't think we actually got into the content creation portion as much with our guest as we will today yeah so anyways that was my reason for bringing it up and yeah i'm excited to get into it with you both of us have tried some form of content creation maybe we can start there you know tell our stories about like how we've done content in the past and then talk about a little like some more ideas about you know oh damn memory lane <laughs> memory lane man i love memory lane that's where our experience comes from you know so do you want me to start yeah sure all right i'll get started so my journey with content creation has kind of always been all over the place we did say that in future we'll do an episode on music that one i think we should maybe prepare a little bit more deeply mm -hmm. for because it's such a deep topic but that was my initial kind of exposure to content creation was through trying to create music. Uh, I play guitar and I like to, like when I first started, I just like to record and, and hear what it sounds like to help me tighten up my playing. But over time, I started to actually record songs and things like that. And um, that has led me down, I think, further roads of content creation. Because when you start to record like an instrument, start to learn about how audio works. And video is very similar, it just has different names for similar concepts. Mm -hmm. But you learn that through like that initial channel of recording, like the audios, and then you go on to the video, which is something that I then dove into a little bit later in life, experimented with YouTube videos and things like that. 
then I put the two together and started recording me playing guitar on video. Nice. And that, that was a lot of fun because it was just kind of hit record and, and, and play a song that I know or something like that. But it started to, I started to wonder a little bit deeper about what kind of content can you, what kind of content can you create that affects somebody else? So it's like one thing for me to be playing guitar. It's another thing for me to be talking about a particular topic, maybe trying to answer a particular question that I've recently come across the answer for. And I think it's a really powerful channel to reach a wide audience and be able to have a, an impact beyond kind of what's immediately around you, especially with all the tools that are available to us these days. So I've talked about like maybe three different paths. There was like the YouTube video stuff, which was a little bit more talking head. Like I, I used to record them in the car actually <laughs> to get rid of like the ambient, ambient sound. You recorded in the car? Yeah, I recorded in the car just on a phone. Nice. Yeah. And I want to get into that, like getting started and how easy it is, especially these days. But we'll, we'll come back to that subject. But yeah, I used to do like talking head videos on YouTube. I'll send you a couple of links, man. Yeah, I gotta yeah. check them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I started to get feedback from those videos from like friends of mine and stuff who were watching it. And it made me realize that there is a lane almost for everybody based mm. on your personal experience in life that can resonate with somebody else. Even if you don't think you're having an impact, like you are having sure. an impact oh, and somebody man. is like listening and they're, they're taking in those ideas and sometimes it doesn't always come back to you in the form of feedback or a comment, but you're having that impact, man. And that's part of the reason, like the, the whole YouTube journey, yeah. was part of the reason I was really curious about starting this podcast with you because I was like, it seems that if you do put yourself out there, you put your ideas out there, people do resonate with it. Yeah. Um, but I got a little bit tired of doing just solo videos without as much feedback or without having the chance to also hear somebody, else, right. um, somebody else's experience. And so this format, I think, is really good that we've landed on because we're able to have like a back and forth, yeah. maybe have a guest on as well, and then be able to shape that into something that can you know, benefit uh, a third party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was my quick, quick uh, summary of the journey on content so far. What's your experience? Uh, before I even get to my experience, it's, this is very timely in two ways. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, I was talking to one of my cousins in Nigeria, yeah. and she just started listening to the podcast. Actually, she just got introduced to the concept of podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay. She said, oh, I had this app on my phone. I was going to delete it. Yeah. Know, that's what it does. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, now she listens to podcasts. Yeah. Thanks Are to you, us. Like the Apple Podcast one? Yeah, Apple yeah. Podcast. So she's a subscriber and then yeah, now she's in the rabbit hole of podcast. <laughs> so then we just started talking about she's like, Why am I doing it? Mm. I just said I I have no like besides just the fun of doing it, yep. there's no like crazy goals of this is what would happen if yep. I did it. It's just it's a seed of certain serendipity. Mm -hmm. You never know what could happen. And um, yeah, so I was telling her to do the same, like whatever you're good at, just, you know, as long as it's nothing illegal or bad, just, <laughs> just put it out there, just share with the world. You never know uh, how it comes back. And yeah, and it doesn't have to be for any, any goal. And that's how I started. And before we started this, that's the second part now. Yeah. I was telling you about a mic that I used to have in Nigeria yeah. that was yeah. broke and it still works better than any mic that I've seen. Um, yeah, that's that was content creation at the time for me. I didn't know that it was, so I, I would take a step back. When I was in the UK, um, my cousin and I we landed upon this software called Goldwave. Yep. Um, what does it do? It's for recording. 
and so but we started using it for voice manipulation like we were making all these funny robotic voices like all just stupid kids things we were like 14. so it was <laughs> that's i didn't know what it was for but it was, we, we used to do that then from there i realized i could use that to convert songs into mp3 to then send to my phone uh, so okay. i became really good at gold wave and then gold wave obsession led to adobe audition so then i started like working with like music manipulation software so it started from like i said the silly toy then it led to this music um encoding let's just call it software yeah and then i started noticing all the features mm -hmm. then i went back to nigeria in high school and all of my friends they were either like rapping singing or whatever i, I didn't do any of those things but one of them, he was really good at rapping, and then he, I can't remember something, we were bantering, and he was like, oh, like, you're not even like musical or whatever. I was like, dude, if I really wanted to learn how to make beats, I can. Yeah. Like, I won't do rap. I had tried to rap before I wasn't very good, <laughs> and he dared me, and then I was like, okay, challenge accepted, and I went to one of my other friends in the class who was like a kid known as the Fruity Loops King, so I told him to like give me like a breakdown, like just, Crash shout, shout out Fruity Loops, man. Yeah, no, that's his name. He's, he's, he's a G, but yeah, he was the one that interested me to Fruity Loops. He goes by Blue Blood, that's his musical name. Yeah, man, it's so funny you mention Fruity Loops um, because it takes me back to even before any of like recording an instrument. That was one of the first ones. I think it was like a Windows XP computer or something like that at school. Yeah. Had Fruity Loops in it. Nice. And you know school, how it like. school sounds bougie. You, you know, <laughs> it wasn't it, that cool. No, it didn't have free loops <laughs> no. on the computers. Oh man, people used to pirate things and put them all on the computers all the time. I remember GTA 2 was on the computers. Oh, yeah. People would just be playing in there, That's getting a themselves That's version, banned. right? GTA yeah, the top, top down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It takes me back. Also, like Jazz Jackrabbit, have you heard of that game? Yeah. Yeah, that was on the computers as well. And people would play like against each other over LAN. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, I digress. They're, they also on those computers had pirated Fruity Loops. This is past like the, you know, you keep, don't jail us is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't, we don't want to meet any losses. But uh, they had pirated it, put it on the computer, yeah. and I just opened it because it has a really unique logo. Do you remember what it was? It's like a, like a nutmeg or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, I was just curious. I double clicked it and it had the four tracks and like one of them is like a, like a bass drum. Ooh, one of yes. them is like a snare or something and one's like a hi-hat. And it yeah. gives you like a basic drum kit. And I remember just putting the little, I don't even know what they're called, man, the little, oh man, the little beat markers <laughs> or something. Yeah, I you know, you know what I'm Yeah, I don't know the name either. I remember making like the first beat and you can see the thing going through. And I was like, man, it's crazy that computers can, can make that. Yeah. And that's like the first exposure, but then over time, you know, you start to learn, okay, I can add this, this instrument or I can add a, a live instrument rather than it just being yeah. all electronic. You start to play around with samples and stuff like that. I never got that far in Fruity Loops itself. Oh, oh um, man, I, but I got deep into sampling and everything. E even on Fruity Loops? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I became really, really good at Fruity Loops. I was yeah. bad for years. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, it takes it time. Bad. But yeah, after, by the time I stopped, I was really good at it, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing a common thread in like both of our stories so far with content, which is just start with what you like. You mentioned that earlier, it's like just create something that yeah. you're enjoying doing anyways. 
and don't worry about like whether or not it's gonna reach X number of people yeah. or if whoever is going to like it. It's just useful to know know the skill before you have that message in a way later on because yeah. then you don't have to damn I really want to speak to a group of people yeah. but I don't know how to do it and then you have to learn the skills to, to do that it's just nice to experiment early on and, and play around with some of the software see what you can create yeah I've definitely noticed that progression in the things I create um, it usually starts from oh this is an interesting skill I wonder how people do it I want to know how to do it yeah. then I'll start doing it then I'll be really bad and then I'll get frustrated that I'm so bad at it and then it'll become I want to be good at it mm. and then once I know the basics like just what this does what this does and then the next step is usually imitation I start looking at people that <laughs> that I like their stuff yeah. then I start like copying their style or their in terms of music it was their sound like my first beat I ever made was Soldier Boy is cranked that. Hey, <laughs> shout out Soldier Boy, man. When you mentioned the four sounds that the Fruit Loops starts with, that was cranked that. Like it was one of the presets. Yeah, but anyways, that was the first thing I tried to make. Then I graduated from that to like making Timbaland, I think, style of beats. A little bit more complicated. Oh, I never got those ones right. In my head, I thought I did, but now that I think back at it, that was like. I never got even close to the sound. Let's dive into what you just mentioned about like imitation. Mm. I think now more than ever, it's easier to get started with content because a lot of people are putting how to do a particular mm -hmm. thing quite easy. Like w when you were recreating Crank Dad, for example, you probably didn't have an example to look at of somebody who's already recreated it and they recorded their screen or something like nope. that and they're talking through the process. But now, like if you go on YouTube and you're interested, oh, you're like, oh, I really like how Metro Boomin beats sound. Mm. And I'm like, how, how does he get that sound? How does he get his bass to sound that particular way? Or like, what's his style when he was recording piano and stuff? You can actually look up a producer mm -hmm. who ha has recreated a Metro Boomin beat and you can see all the various tracks that are there. They'll talk about how they've added each layer and why and things like that. And I feel like it's much quicker process in learning and then being able to take what you've learned from th that that, that other imitator in a way and then implement it into some of your own creations yeah, for sure I I agree now then you know you create from memory and also like listening even then you could not even listen much because I'm talking about when it was like you, you have to listen to songs on the radio mm -hmm. so by the time it comes back again like in like an hour or two hours yeah. so you have to keep it in your memory and try to recreate it uh, maybe in a way that was that was good, you know, it trains you a different part of, of your brain. And yeah, and I think I, yeah, once I stop imitating people, then I start creating what I want to hear. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, this would sound good. I don't care if anyone likes it. I yeah. don't, it's like I start entertaining myself. Mm. It's like that with anything. Yeah. Like everything I ever created, like it goes from imitation and then start having fun. And that's usually the best time. That's when people then start paying attention because you're, you're now starting to sound, you start finding your own sound mm. and then you become different. But the, the funny thing about finding your own sound also, by the way, is if people think it's your sound, but to, it's still an imitation. It's, it's like you mix all your influences, mm -hmm. but because you have so such a unique taste. path and taste, people would never be able to trace 
your influences from yeah man that's a great point what 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 would be your experience with that like when you know that something i created was like a mix of different sources uh i know we're gonna do a whole thing on music but i have to stay on music because this is this is content and music to me go really hand in hand for me it's varying taste in in music Mm. that changes the way I, i create music now so i have a huge range of likes when it comes to music like i'll listen to like movie soundtracks I'll listen to hip hop, I'll listen to Afro beats, mm. and I'll also listen to like instrumental guitar music, um, some slow, some kind of faster, some heavier, some just like one guitar, for example. So all of these different things are, they're quite different in, in the spectrum of like music genres, but there's some similarities in there and interesting things in all of them that I can kind of take and try and put together in one piece that is more cohesive between all of those. Mm. Like one of my favorite ways to put together two genres is hip hop beats hit really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Like the bass hits really, really hard. And they do a lot of like audio tricks in order to isolate the bass sound so it comes out and, and it hits. If you do the same thing with guitar, mm-hmm. it gives the guitar a way punchier sound. So like I like to take the learnings from like the hip hop side of yeah. things and I'm recording guitar, but I'm using the same kind of approach but to guitar recording. That's the best way to steal. That's what they say, great, uh, good artist copy, great artist steal. Yeah. I always tell people like, if you just take something someone is doing and just copy and paste, that's not that cool. But you have to take the essence of it, like the spirit of it, not the form, but the spirit, which is what you just mentioned with the e-pop stuff. Like you're not taking the exact sound, yeah. but it's like, what's the core of it? What's yeah. the soul behind this thing that makes it what it is yeah. and then you can just transfer that over to it doesn't even have to be music mm-hmm. you can take that from music to writing yeah like that's true. yeah 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 you can do that with so many different things like that's my favorite things to do now yeah i would look at like a color like a painting and i'll be like what would this painting look like in a in an article about tech mm. yeah so to the wildly different things that make no sense but yeah it's like what what i like to do like what this podcast that we're doing like there's so much influences francis was here last she was our, our last guest yeah i think i mentioned to you like the spirit of our brand was from when we went to a museum <laughs> me and her went to a museum and i was like this is so cool i like how does you know how do these two things relate for me yeah I well, we were at a museum, and it was called um, I think the Black Vanguard. So it was this exhibition. No, well, that's not a museum. It was a gallery, but they had an exhibition called the Black Vanguard, and it was this, just this very minimalist studio. And then there were all these black artists doing all these cool things, and they just stood out on these different walls. But I remember this particular yellow wall. I was looking right at it. And I was seeing like this, there was like a Burner Boy painting or something just right there. And I was like, this is so cool. Like Burner Boy is not even here, but like his work is like shining. And Stands the, out. Yeah, and then whoever created this is not even like taking credit, they're not even doing anything. And then I always, I just had that, like I want to do something where, you know, we're not, like I'm not really the face of it, yeah. 
but it gives other people the platform. Yeah. That's why I I don't know if you even noticed, but we don't have a picture on the artwork. That's yeah. why. Uh, yeah. That's where that came from. We also don't have any pictures <laughs> together, man. Oh yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. Yeah, we should we should do something about that. But speaking of pictures, this is something I want to transition to mm. as part of this discussion. So we've talked a lot about creating like audio, creating video mm. as well, and a little, in a, kind of in a way. Pictures is really interesting because that's a, a huge way people create content these days. Mm. I feel like there's the two avenues. There's like Instagram creator or YouTube slash TikTok creator. We've talked a lot about what would fit in maybe like YouTube, TikTok world. What about the Instagram world? Do you think there's still room for somebody to showcase their unique talents in that world or has it been corrupted by <laughs> how like content is m- most commonly created? You know how we were talking about imitation yeah. before? There's almost been too much imitation of a particular style on Instagram, right? But I, I'm thinking there's an opportunity there, but I'm curious about your thoughts. There's always so many ways. Like, I'll give you an, a, a weird example. I created this platform when I was in Newfoundland uh, to showcase people on Instagram. I wasn't even creating content. It was a social experiment. I had this thesis. I was like, people are so worried about being the star so much that they would accept the most, what do you call it, the weirdest things that you would not really accept. Like, if I just say, hey dude, I wanna post your photo on my feed, you'd be like, are you weird? Like, why would you wanna do that? (laughs) But if you call it, this thing is helping showcase Newfoundland creators. Now everyone wants to be on the same thing. And all you're doing is the exact same thing. So I was like, this is interesting. I wonder if this would actually be a thing. Mm. And I, I was like, I'll give myself one month just to, to experiment with this. And the thing grew. Mm. I'm not saying the name now because it was like very anonymous and I don't want, the page is still out there. <laughs> you don't want to be linked to it? <laughs> I, I don't care. It was cool. Like um, I used to get a lot of really like feel good messages. Like people like, oh, thank you for doing this. Like it became, I think that was where my sense of, oh, I want to start doing things that was selfless came from. Mm. Um, like before that, I like I said, I, I used to do a lot of like businesses and side houses that was like just for profit. But yep. then I was like, oh, this is actually cool. Like people messaging me, they don't even know who I am. Yep. And there, there's some people that I don't even think they probably like me in real life, but they get featured on this platform and they're really nice to me on the thing. Mm. I was like, yeah, well, whatever. That's interesting. But yeah, but my point, anyways, was this thing then became a website and then. It it did well. It, then I started getting advertisers like this Catelli's, this spaghetti. The brand. spaghetti man. <laughs> like rich man, like, you got oh. Catelli's. Yeah, they're like, That's oh, want to sponsor, sponsor, want to sponsor, <laughs> 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 want to sponsor you and all this things. And uh, yeah, so then I had to learn what um, I can't remember what they needed from me then, but like sponsorship package or something. I was like, I this is not supposed to be a business. <laughs> like this is not that deep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that. Bro. That was just an angle, and it became. It's it, at some point it grew. It got like ten thousand followers. Wow, the website yeah, was getting like big, thirty thousand traffic from Newfoundland. Yeah, like that's, it was. That's a lot of Newfoundland. It was big. <laughs> yeah, but and I never had to post anything, and that was then. If I, you can still do the same version. Once again, to go back to what I said on you, you can take the spirit of that. Hmm. What are the components that made that work? One was people will always want to. I don't know, people want the spotlight on them. That's just 
the human nature unfortunately that's one uh well no unfortunately i don't know there's nothing bad with that actually mm. and two is um influencers <laughs> like when you I, I say when i build uh platforms i never try to be an influencer myself i try to be an influencer's influencer yeah but man that's that's kind of uh the reason probably behind even like joe rogan's success in a mm. way yeah it's the, it's the same spirit it's like you do not have to be the the spotlight doesn't have to shine on you mm -hmm. but you can hold the spotlight consistently on other people and still build like a platform for people to come on and share their stories and things like that right? yeah i guess in a similar way that's what we accomplish when we have guests on on this podcast in a way yeah and we will continue to do is that one is more share. selfish though like uh, <laughs> i want to learn from these people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah a little self-serving but it, i guess it's you know two birds one stone yeah and i like that because like yeah like you know uh, people the people we've had on so far and that will continue to have there are people that i genuinely admire yeah. and i want to l learn everything i w i and just want whatever they have, have in that chance. sense you know yeah. nanani's ai and fintech knowledge yeah. i want that and francis just being francis yeah and then whoever yeah. else we have yeah content creator extraordinaire so yeah I, I was gonna i was gonna go on a on a particular tangent about what we were go just ahead, talking do, about do you but i'll <laughs> I'll also like I'll add on an example that I've seen very recently that has like stood out to me on Instagram because when I scroll through Instagram, mm. I, I'm seeing a lot of like people capturing their lives and documenting their lives, which is absolutely fine, especially because it's my friends that I'm following. Right. But very recently, I came across like somebody who I don't know's account, mm. and I thought this is really unique the way that they're going about this, and it was this photographer. She's from Newfoundland as well. I can't can't remember her name, but she takes photos specifically of concerts and of mm -hmm. artists at concerts so her entire feed and, and like sh she has a very particular style so the feed is really well curated yeah. as well but it's this, a similar idea like there's no pictures on there about like her and her life or anything yeah. like that and she's a photographer so like her business would be to take photos of people but the way she showcases her skills is by going to concerts and taking really great action shots of, of artists doing their thing. And it kind of works both ways now, you know? Yeah. The artist gets a picture that they really enjoy, they're gonna showcase it on their thing, and they're like, yeah. who took this photo? Wow, like, and her business gets a bit of a boost as well. So it's like that synergetic relationship between sharing your spotlight on somebody else, yeah. and then that, again, coming back and feeding to you to give you another chance to go do what you enjoy which for her is photos and concerts so she gets to you know just live the dream that way i actually met a girl okay so uber started this uber share thing i was like oh this is cool let me try let me try this and i ended up sharing a uber with this girl who does that yeah and that was just uh, last week actually i'd never heard of that concept until she told me she's like yeah just go to different concerts take photos and then sometimes the artists will like reach out and if I really like the artists, I'll give them for free. If yeah. I don't, if they're not like my favorite, <laughs> yeah. then they pay for it. I have to make a leave. Charge them a little bit. And she's like, but I rent. never charge local artists. That's my, uh, that's my. That's nice. It's strictly my policy. Like it's always bigger artists that I will sometimes charge from. So and that's yeah, she she does that as well. Yeah. But so. I've never met someone who I like. You know, I don't know someone personally, and I didn't see her Instagram. We didn't exchange. I don't know, it, was, it would have been weird. I, I, I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. 
outside of you know what we're doing already here in creating a podcast and, and having these discussions is there another content avenue that has you really interested right now that i'm interested in Ooh. besides this i'm almost <clears throat> taking a break from content creation mm. and the reason i think i always go through these cycles in life where it's like uh produce consume produce consume i mean this very much <laughs> even though we have this podcast i'm in this consuming phase right now where i feel like i have shared or i've at least tried to produce as much as i can in my last level where my skill level knowledge and everything mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to like get to the next level and just learn as much as possible so that this podcast i guess it does that in a way like i'm sharing but i'm also learning and then i guess when i'm learning from people they give me way more to go research and then know more but yeah i mean this level now but that said this all ai thing which was our last episode yeah. uh this ai thing has given me like so many different ideas of different things i could do mm. if i really want to yeah it's getting easier and easier yeah i don't know which one of them i can share yet but that's where i will stop that for yeah. now what about you uh i'm in, in a similar boat I've got two things that are kind of really interesting to me. I'm still very much interested in YouTube mm. as a channel. Uh I think it's super powerful and it's really interesting that you mentioned the produce consume. Mm. When it comes to that channel, right now I'm very much in the consumption stage. I'm trying to learn about a new industry. We're learning about how to create a podcast. I also want to look for interesting examples of content that, you know, are come across as really helpful. Dude, I was shared a notion of uh, this podcast to you soon. Yeah. Like all the crazy ideas that I I have. Yeah. We'll never be able to do all of them. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, continue. Yeah. So like for from that perspective, I'm very much in the consumption side, but I want to get back to the production side of that. I think there's a lot of potential in that mm-hmm. channel still, and I don't think I explored it as much as I I could have. But then the other point that you mentioned about AI capabilities, whether or not it's like rendering a video for example where you're not even really in it but you mm. you've scripted it and created the the concept and the message that you're trying to get across and then you're using YouTube maybe as a, like a channel maybe you're like marrying those two um that's super interesting to me as well and I think we're going to see more and more of that stuff I was listening to a very interesting podcast I think it might have been the yeah it was the all in podcast shout out the all in podcast do you listen to that one yeah the one with like four billionaires yeah yeah those <laughs> ones very very relatable podcast to be you know just balling out here the private thing guys and someone else yeah it's important to the five for this yeah he's a billionaire uh but they were talking about ai possibilities so there's i should really should have looked these things up so i could shout the exact name up but There's this tool available for you now that can help you render video. You know how we're talking about like mid-journey before you how you can render mm-hmm. images? This will help you render videos based on text input. So you could have a script and you could also create essentially a movie that goes along with that script mm-hmm. and never have to have a camera in your hand and never have to have the coordinate actors to come and play it out. and like figure out all the ins and outs of actually producing a movie like concept. The reason I think that's super important to think about and consider going forward 
is like for those creatives who are more interested in creating like fictional content, mm -hmm. it makes it so much easier for you to put together a, a, a concept like that. Like back in the day to create a movie, and I'm gonna pretend like I don't even know what it takes to create a movie. <laughs> but <laughs> so you have your script. Now you found you, you know, this is going to be the director, this is going to be so-and-so, this, this person is going to play this, this person is going to play that. And then you, maybe you film like a, you know, 10-minute segment of what, the, wh what you're trying to get across mm. before somebody's like, you know, let's put a bunch of money behind this, let's turn it into a full movie. To get to that point where you can go and get that investment mm. was a much more difficult road back in the day. Now, you could probably do it with just a, your computer, a text generator and now you have a concept for like a really creative piece that you can yeah. quickly share with people and get validation on similar to what we were talking about in the episode seven yeah. we we're talking about how quick it is to validate some of your ideas you can do the same thing with your creative ideas now and yeah. so like I, I feel like we're reaching a really good stage in terms of people creating personal content through things like YouTube and TikTok. But then now we can even go to the next level where people can create concept pieces yeah. for like maybe a longer form movie type piece of content, like a really creative thing rather than maybe like a, a bit more like personal content, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, don't, I'm, I was trying to remember the name of the tool that you mentioned as well, but it's NVI NVIDIA, they are the ones that created it. Well, oh yeah, the, the chip makers? Yeah, yeah. They, they power most of the AI stuff, but that's also a product I think that they are creating. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, it's one of the reasons, like this AI thing, <laughs> is one of the reasons why I'm like taking a step back and like, you know, how can I, I don't just wanna be doing what everyone else is doing or what I have been doing. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's the best way I can leverage this? Like what's, what's the play here? Almost like a quarterback. Like, <laughs> let me step back for a little bit. Because everybody's running all over the field right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I did that initially. Pass? I was like tweeting about, you know, this is cool, that's cool. I'm like, okay, maybe there's a bigger play here. So that's the phase I'm in right now. It's an exciting world. It's like, it, there's just so much possibilities. It's like things that takes everyone like a year to create. Now you can create in a week with mm -hmm. the help of AI stuff. And it's, it's like a renaissance, like this is, if there's any time in history that this is like, it's like a renaissance, like, and I've, that's what I've been like looking at documentaries and history, just trying to, remember I said that before, like, history doesn't rhyme, mm. uh, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a good time to be multi-passionate. I agree, 100%. I think it's one of the easiest times to validate ideas quickly. Mm. And... Yeah, if you're looking for a sign that should you create content or should you try and be a little bit more creative, this is it. This is the sign that you've been looking for. Get to it. I think it's the, the barriers to entry are super low now. All you really need is like a computer or even maybe a phone and you'll probably have enough to start creating some piece of content and learning really, really quickly. Don't worry about having the correct message or saying the right thing at the right time or something like that. I think it's just as beneficial to just flex that muscle and know like, okay, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. So by the time you're hit with that inspirational idea that you're like, okay, this is one of what I want to say to the world, you already have the skills there to meet you and just continue to go right into it. I 1000% agree. Um, just keep working on your craft, which is something that I actually brought down as one of the things for myself this year, but that's the only way you get better. Like, um, you're not what you 
say you are you're what you repeatedly do because and Bro. I, <laughs> nice one <laughs> and i i'm having to remind myself that yeah. like oh i'm saying i'm a writer when was the last time i wrote yeah. Okay, man, you're not a writer anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're not a writer anymore. Until yeah. you start writing every Until day you're again, right. you're not a writer. So you're so what you really do. If you like to sleep, hey, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anything, but yeah. just own whatever you are. That's the phase you are right now. That's like I said, I'm a consumer right now because yeah. that's what I mostly do. Mm -hmm. I'm reading books and like learning from people. Call a spade a spade. That's consumption. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, though, me and you are fairly... I mean, we were not naturally confident, but we're fairly confident people. And we're getting this random sound today. So, um, anyways, sorry, sorry, y'all. All these things, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we're fairly confident people now. You know, for me, we'll talk about this sometime, but for me, it took a while, and I'm sure you had your journey as well. The point I'm trying to make is sometimes it's the mental aspects that holds people back, not the skill, not anything. It's like, oh, what would my friends think? What would, I don't think I'm good enough. Or, 100%. well, people, people, like even this podcast, sometimes, some days I have that feeling like people are like, oh, what does it think they are? They probably yeah. had a podcast so they can talk to themselves. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I mean, always yes, start with a mission. Like, True. when you have that self doubt, when you have that stuff, just have the mission. For me, that's what I do. I'm like, what are we doing this for? And um, yeah, sometimes your mission can be. I'm learning to learn something to learn something and when when your mission is to learn something mm -hmm. the feedback that you might get you can detach yourself from it a little bit your point is to learn right mm -hmm. so like say you're afraid of putting a piece of content out because you're scared of what people might say about it mm -hmm. if your mission is I just want to learn about content creation you are succeeding regardless of the comments that you get back to it. some of it will, be, will yeah. be positive some of it will be negative but in either case you're succeeding in your mission I totally agree. Which gives you that, you know, yeah. it gives you that kick in the butt to, to try again, to keep trying again, because it's, it's all just like a fact-finding mission for you at that point. Yeah, you have to create from a, a solid ground, you know, something that is not perishable. And perishable is not just food. Perishable is also something, you know, people can take away from you. Um, if I'm trying to like, so let's say this podcast we started and say, we want to get 1,000 listeners within like a month. If that doesn't happen, that's that dream has perished mm. like mm. <laughs> now we're like feeling sad mm -hmm. but we wanted to create representation so every time we release one of these we are representing people like us you know what i mean it doesn't matter if we have one listener it doesn't matter if we have 1000 listener the reason the why is still being met that's true because the mission is so clear on that yeah what what i really liked when we first started talking about this concept and this idea is you said like as long as we reach one person mm. we're already kind of succeeding in the mission and i fully agree with that and i think it's not it's, it takes a lot of the pressure off mm. for us to deliver this message in a particular way when we know like okay we just want one person to listen to it and we've essentially reached more than a conversation just in a room right and yeah so by that definition you know we're already on the right path with that Mm -hmm. which is super encouraging and I think it's as a creative you need to have like that type of mindset when it comes to whatever it is that you're creating this actually made me think of another thing like what happens when you create something and you yourself aren't a fan of it you're not a fan of it yeah you don't like what you what it is that you've created <laughs> it, it, have you it, been it through something happen. like that 
Oh yeah, my oh my god! I think I think I talked about it. Did I when I was talking about my business? Why when I, sh I shut it down? Yeah. I didn't mention one component of that. We was the passion. You know, um, I started the business when I was partying and DJing, and I was in that life. Then the process of building the company meant I became into self development, and then my comp my interest changed entirely, and I was creating this app and I remember my mentor then he was like oh how is it going I was like good we have a new version up he's like oh how is it like what do you think I was like oh I haven't even used it and he looked at me he's like you haven't used your own app you're supposed to be your own number one fan I was mm -hmm. like yeah I don't know I'm just not into it <laughs> and then he looked at me he's like can you hear yourself like <laughs> I'm just not into it mm -hmm. if you're not into it who is going to be into it mm. then I was like huh Okay, and that was like the beginning of the end of that. Mm. Like uh, it became, it felt like a prison. Like mm. I just didn't like it. I I didn't want to work on it anymore. Yeah. Same thing with like writing or like I sometimes I would, you know, like you grow and what pe the way people see you as is not necessarily what you want to be anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like you've outgrown the version of you of you that people see sometimes, and you're you're like playing a caricature of. What they expect you to be to be doing, yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, man, Kendrick went through the same thing with the Pimp Butterfly versus like Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, a lot of people wanted him to rap about growing up, you know, in Compton. Yeah, and now he's talking about like different concepts. Some of it did, you know, have stuff to do with with Compton, but it's now he's he's grown out of he's not in that situation anymore. Mm -hmm. So he has to talk about what he's going through now that's where the, the content is coming from yeah rich spirit but you just <laughs> are kind of expect to give to still be what, what initially drew you to him which mm -hmm. as a fan i guess i kind of understand but as a creative you need to you need to go where the energy is yeah. at the moment right so sometimes it's like like you notice with your business like okay i built this at one point i was really excited about this but i've like gone beyond this now and i want to put my energy into something that n resonates with who i am now more so than Maybe who I was before. Yeah, I mean, Jay Jay Z said that before. The line in a song: "If you like, if you if you want my old ish, buy my old album." Yeah, it's simple as yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a fan, it's already of, there for you. Yeah, it's frozen in time. If and I, I still do that. I listen to my favorite artists. Yeah. I'm not gonna go on Twitter and be like, "Oh, you need to create more of that." <laughs> Just listen to that old stuff. You yeah. know, like they're not here to serve you. They they are growing. Yeah. And that's what creative uh, creation does for me, anyways. Creation, uh, creativity, and creation is a vehicle of personal development. I think that's how I develop. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else I've grown in my life. It's always true. One thing to be good at something. Yeah. What about you? I fully resonate with that. I think that's what personal development is. Mm -hmm. Like you choose an avenue that you are not satisfied with your performance in. Yeah, regardless of what it might be. But for me, it's always spurred by creativity, though. Like it's not like oh, like it's not usually like there's an issue in my life that I want to fix. It's always I'm working on something, mm -hmm. and this something needs a new version of me. Okay. I don't okay, even know I, if that's normal. <laughs> I, I, I was just think, I think I was thinking about the concept in a different way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the part to that that I was relating to is. Like say your say your fitness, right? Mm. You want to improve a certain area of 
of your fitness like say it's your cardio or something like that to me it's always like okay I noticed that this is the level I'm at with something and I want to improve it but the thing that changes that focus is just where the spotlight is at the moment mm. so for me it's very experiential so for cardio for example maybe most of the day I don't need it but then one day I go climb a set of stairs and I'm like I don't like how you were breathing so heavy at the top of these stairs man you got to do something about that and so that's what kind of dives me into it that's my relationship with like personal development and the areas in which I choose to focus yeah um, same thing with like a relationship or something if I noticed okay I, I don't like the way you performed in th- this particular aspect maybe that's something you need to work on a little bit more so less less creativity driven more so driven by I did something I saw the result of that thing mm-hmm. I'd like that result to be better than it is and then I'll go down that road that's so interesting I, I really enjoy you sharing that perspective because I know it's so different from mine and I'm like huh it's like food for thought like <laughs> I don't know what that means for me now but yeah. I'm definitely gonna think about that mm-hmm. for me it's always creating stuff it's that, you know, people talk about manifestation that's how manifestation works for me like I'll have an idea of what I want to do and then I'll create an image of that person that is doing that thing in my head yeah. and then I work towards that person yeah so like um. I, I we should, da- we should dive <laughs> I into this I changed myself topic. to that person. We should dive into this topic. I don't know how soon, yeah. but I think we should talk about that topic as well, um, which I think all falls into maybe maybe like self-confidence or maybe like personal That was what I was alluding to earlier on. Yeah, that, yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't create without, um, as Lauren Neal said, you can't do right if you're not right within. Mm-hmm. Like it starts from you and then you bring whatever you have in you outward. Let's talk about that one a little bit deeper. Yeah. I think there would be some stuff to, to dive into there. But anyhow, the, we'll call it a podcast for that one. Um, we kind of went all over the place with the content <laughs> creation thing. That's creation. <laughs> that's creation right there. And that's what you get for not giving me a heads up for the topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's still, there still some good, good gems in there. Yeah. Um, it, it, like if you could take away one sentence from this whole thing, is just start today. Start creating. Just put yourself out there. Um, and iterate on it maybe start to look for feedback when you feel like you know you've got something and it'll probably improve what it is you're working on now but the trickle down effects further from this time in your life are immeasurable and like we're still doing the same thing now something I want to say is treat your creation sometimes like a child or even like a seed of a plant if you don't feel like it's ready for the sun you don't have to share with people we had what seven eight episodes of this before we released the first one and that was the whole point of it we didn't want to the concept to be shaped by people's expectation or you know with the success or lack of we just wanted to do it for us so if you're someone who is not confident of sharing your stuff that's okay you can work in silence as well Mm Amen. And share your creations with us. If uh, oh, yeah. whatever platform you're listening to this on has the ability for you to comment or write anything to us, please do. We'll check out absolutely oh, yeah. everything. We need to start doing that because my cousin actually she asked. She was like, "Oh, if I want to leave a message, how can I do that?" Yeah. There's a link on the Spotify. Uh, you can directly record, and I think the Apple Music syndicates that as well okay. uh, sorry, an Apple podcast yeah. does that as well YouTube you can leave a comment 
um, you can Twitter, Instagram. Our DMs are open. You can reach out anywhere. Yeah. Mark, uh, what's Creative Mark? Yeah. For you? It's Creative Mark on Instagram. All the King for me. You can reach out to us. We are friendly people. Yeah, please do. We'd be happy to see your creations and happy to share them as well. Anyways, that was Foreign Gems episode, who knows, <laughs> on content creation.